Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Mike Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir at 58, Foggy Bottom 57, Silver Spring 57 going down to the low 50s. Some of the heaviest rain right now in Prince George's County, south of the Beltway, and eastern Fairfax County. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, campaign 2024. President Biden and former President Trump, the projected winners in Michigan's presidential primaries. CBS News with the latest in seconds. We're going in-depth at 1115 with Stephen Shepard of Politico. New details about what happened in the final moments of a chaotic police chase across Maryland's suburbs. I'm Scott Gelman. A suspect in a local church shooting plot wanted to target men in relationships. What if you could tell if there was COVID in the air before you walked into a restaurant? I'm Neil Orgenstein. Commanders promising to spruce up FedEx. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Numbers have been rolling in for Michigan in that state's primary. CBS's Matt Piper. CBS News projects that former President Donald Trump has defeated Nikki Haley in Michigan's Republican primary, bringing him closer to securing the GOP nomination for president. Already forging ahead in Colorado, <laughs> Haley supporters are telling her to stay in the race despite the losses. There was an effort launched by Arab and Muslim Americans to vote uncommitted in the Michigan primary as a protest of his policy on the Israel-Hamas war. We want to pressure him to call for an immediate and permanent ceasefire. Next up, Super Tuesday next week, where 16 states hold primaries and caucuses. Matt Piper, CBS News. Multiple sources familiar with ongoing government funding talks confirmed to CBS News that House Speaker Mike Johnson has put a new offer on the table, potentially pushing back government funding to March 8th and 22nd, averting a potential government shutdown starting this Friday. President Biden met with congressional leaders today, CBS's Weijia Zhang. They really ramped up the pressure here because it was everybody in the room against House Speaker Mike Johnson. But it's not only about pressure from those leaders. He is facing pressure within his own party not to move on Ukraine aid until something is done at the border. In fact, his colleagues have threatened to remove him, which is what happened to former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Severe weather plows through northern Illinois with tornado warnings in the Chicago area that stopped a, forced a ground stop at O'Hare and Midway airports and put commuter trains on hold. Kane County Undersheriff Amy Johnson. In the morning hours, we're probably going to do a walkthrough to assess the most heaviest hit areas where we potentially had those touchdowns and assess those areas with our drone units to see the most heaviest hit. The husband of a late New York City doctor is suing Disney after he says his wife died from an allergic reaction. The suit says the New York University doctor died last fall after eating at a restaurant in Disney Springs, Orlando, and told a waiter that she was highly allergic to dairy and nuts. An autopsy found elevated levels of both. Sung Poblet is a food allergy researcher. There has to be more training. We need to work with the restaurant industry to better prepare the kitchen staff and wait staff so that these kinds of things no longer happen. Fast food chain Wendy's says it will introduce surge pricing in 2025, raising costs during its busiest hours. CBS's Joe Ling Kent. Artificial intelligence will suggest menu items and determine whether to raise prices based on demand, location and time. Japan last year had the fewest babies it has ever recorded. Marriages also sharply dropped. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people 
at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 1103 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, February 27th, 2024. Steady rain in places and 58 in Fort Belfort. Some of the heaviest rain right now in Prince George's County to the southeast of the Beltway and northern Montgomery County. Stay with us here on WTOP. This is where you turn where weather threatens for the full forecast as we're expecting quite a rainy Wednesday. Well, good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. We have our top local stories we're following this hour. It was a very dramatic and quite violent chase across Maryland that lasted more than an hour earlier this month. Now the man accused of using a stolen state highway truck to ram into numerous cars, injuring at least five people earlier this month, faces multiple charges, including driving under the influence. Details tonight from WTOP's Scott Gelman. Flavio Cesar Lanuza is being charged with first and second degree assault and resisting arrest. He's accused of using a stolen Maryland state highway truck to lead officers on a chase across the Maryland suburbs. Police ultimately used stop sticks at the exit of a housing development, which destroyed the truck's tires. But charging documents say the truck kept driving on its metal rims and in the wrong direction, striking several other cars. The truck finally got stuck in a grassy area off of Route 29, that's when documents say officers broke the truck's windows to get Lanusa to come out. He resisted and is accused of putting his hands under his body to avoid being handcuffed. Documents say it took a state trooper and three Montgomery County police officers to take Lanusa into custody. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Lanusa is accused of hitting 13 cars during that rampage. Other news tonight. Federal prosecutors have taken over the case against a Northern Virginia man accused of preparing to launch a mass shooting at a Prince William County megachurch. New federal court documents show the suspect wanted to target men in relationships. In letters found inside his Falls Church apartment, 35-year-old Rui Zhang is accused of writing, I am here to deny the love lives by God to these lucky men by taking out these men. Prince William County prosecutors dropped charges against Zhang to clear the way for his prosecution at U.S. District Court in Alexandria. A conviction on federal charges often results in longer sentences. Zhang is arrested or was arrested in late September at the Park Valley Church in Haymarket. A police officer found him with a gun and a knife. Police were acting on a tip they'd gotten hours earlier. They credited fast cooperation between multiple police departments in preventing this tragedy. It's 11.05 and through sobs, the father of a man with Down syndrome urged lawmakers in Annapolis to pass a bill to create a special missing persons alert. Jimmy Hall's anguish during the six days that his adult son was missing in October was made clear to lawmakers in Annapolis. It would be insensitive for this bill not to get passed. Hall's 31-year-old son, Rashawn Williams, has Down syndrome and is nonverbal. His family was shocked to find that police couldn't use a silver alert to help find him because that's for people 60 and older. Rashawn, who reached out to comfort his father during the Senate hearing, was finally found inside the Glenmont Metro Station. Hall told senators creating the purple alert for people with cognitive impairments and developmental disabilities. The purple alert can be the voice for future families. That voice that Rashawn didn't have. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now 11.06. We're getting more details of the upgrades planned for FedEx Field. The upgrades include faster ways into the stadium, new premium options for seats and suites, uh, that is, seats and suites, and, of course, better food and drink, they're promising. The team says there will be a better sound system there, too. A VIP field tunnel club is coming for fans. 
so you'd be able to buy access to cheer on the players from just feet away as they run through the tunnel and take the field. Last summer, the new owner, Josh Harris, promised a better time in Landover. Big sign for the fans to see that Josh Harris and his ownership group does care about the fans. He wants a home field experience, home field advantage. So while they are still there, he wants to kind of put a Band-Aid on it and make it presentable uh, until they move. WTLP Sports Director, Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace. The team stays at FedEx until at least 2027. The commanders say once these upgrades are done, the new ownership team will have spent more than $75 million to improve the fan experience. The scammers, they're busy these days. Scammers are making phone calls to try to steal your money and your personal information. Some of the calls even sound pretty convincing. WTOP traffic reporter Steve Dresner is used to the squawking sound of police scanners in the traffic center. But when a scammer called him on his cell phone, claiming to be from the sheriff's office, with the sound of police radios in the background, it sounded real when the caller demanded money for unpaid fines related to jury duty. He named invoice numbers and a juror number. It was as real as it got. Montgomery County Police say some signs of a phone scam. The caller goes to great lengths to keep you on the phone and makes things sound extremely urgent. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, a local HBCU puts the pedal to the metal, growing its endowment. 1108, now on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, time to go to Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you, Dimitri. Good evening, everyone. Uh, we still have that work zone that uh, Bob told you about. It's still there, southbound 95 around Dale Boulevard. You can see it over the uh, traffic getting by to the right. Now, the volume seems to be lessening just a little bit. However, it's still rather slow getting through that area. We also have a work zone reported on the northbound side of 95 in that general area, but not seeing any delays because of that particular work zone. Still seeing some slowing in the 3rd Street Tunnel because of the ongoing road work as you make your way south of New York Avenue. It looks like at least one lane is blocked, and it's just a brief delay now just as you make the approach to the freeway. Once you get onto the freeway, everything is looking good, both directions between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. Though there's an accident reported now on the westbound side of 695 over by South Capitol Street, and that is causing a very brief delay. Uh, with the rain all through the area and the expected rain in the overnight hours, minimal work zones, such as at the Bay Bridge, no road work tonight, but there are wind warnings at the Bay Bridge. Uh, sustained wind speeds of 30 to 39 miles an hour. So take it easy as you cross the bay uh, using either side of 50. All lanes are open, though. Just be careful as you make your way across. Getting to the Bay Bridge from Washington without too much difficulty, all lanes are open and no delays. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Next, we're going to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Cloudy conditions with scattered showers this evening. Our temperatures will continue to drop just a little bit. By morning, we'll be down into the mid-50s to lower 60s. Hey, that's higher than our afternoon temperatures this time of the year. So it's going to be mild, rather muggy, and a humid day tomorrow, close to 70 degrees. As we track the next weather maker, forecasting windswept rain with the system. So we're already going with a storm alert with 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. areas of rain and wind. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center. Let's take a look at the radar tonight and we have some pretty heavy rain in northern Montgomery County and then uh, in uh, the McLean area of Fairfax County. 
between Reston and McLean, we're getting some rain. Some of that has pushed into D.C., especially southeast and southwest D.C., Arlington and Alexandria, and parts of uh, Prince George's County, including Rosaryville, south and east of the Beltway. All of this is pushing west to east across our region. College Park at 57, Fairfax City 57, National Mall 56, going down to about 50 overnight. May not even get that cool, though. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour, and here's Brennan Hazelton. Maryland's oldest historically black college, Bowie State, has grown its endowment by nearly 300%, while Georgetown's has now eclipsed $3 billion. Those are two of the takeaways from a recent Business Journal's analysis of data from the Education Department. The EPA says 25 toxic waste sites in 15 states will be cleaned up as part of a billion-dollar infusion to the Superfund program. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 97, the Nasdaq gained 59, S&P up 9. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. Tokyo stocks up just a little bit. South Korea's Kospi up 1%. Hong Kong is down a quarter percent. Still ahead here on WTOP, indeed, we did see projected wins tonight for Joe Biden and for Donald Trump in their respective primaries in Michigan. But is there a drag on each campaign? Are there some reservations that some voters have about each candidate? We'll go in depth here on WTOP, your election source at 1112. Hello, I'm Rick Wiest, owner of Thompson Creek Window Company. And I'm excited to celebrate a partnership that's helped to shape how we connect with you thanks to WTOP. For nearly 20 years, Thompson Creek and WTOP have worked together to tell our story to their audience and our valued customers. At Thompson Creek, we offer high-quality windows at an affordable price. Because our windows are built in our own local factory, we design, build, and install our windows to eliminate the middleman and pass the savings on to you. WTOP's strength lies in creating marketing strategies that yield real results for businesses like ours. So if you're in search of great windows and doors to improve your home's comfort and lower your utility bills, I encourage you to call Thompson Creek at 855-57-CREEK or visit ThompsonCreek.com. If you're looking to reach new customers for your business, I recommend reaching out to WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 1114, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being here. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Results out of Michigan tonight, where President Biden is the projected winner on the Democratic side, and former President Trump projected to win the Republican race. Here is a statement from President Biden. He's thanking every Michigander who made their voice heard in a statement tonight after his projected primary win. He did not directly acknowledge the uncommitted protest campaign against him, though he said that exercising the right to vote and participating in democracy is what makes America great. Right now, the president has won 80 percent of the vote with not even half the ballots counted. The uncommitted vote 
stands for about 13.6%. Steve Shepard, Politico senior campaign and elections editor and chief polling analyst, joined us a bit earlier to talk about the results and his big takeaways. The holdouts in both parties uh, manifesting themselves as supporters for Nikki Haley on the Republican side, Dimitri, and then also this uncommitted ballot line uh, on the Democratic side. It's hard to say how high that number is going to go, but certainly for both frontrunners who've been facing this general sense that the American people are not exactly enthusiastic with their chances, they are both tonight confronting the, the holdouts in their party and seeing just how just how great those numbers are and what those voters want and, and how they might behave in a general election if those are their two main party choices and then there are the third party candidates. So that is what I'm looking at right now. Granted, you know, Joe Biden and Donald Trump winning easily. There's no doubt about that. But I'm watching the voters who, who didn't pick them tonight. Yeah. And you wonder if these uncommitted voters, if we could call them that, are actually going to say finally in November, OK, it's time for me to vote for Joe Biden now or whether they're going to continue their protest right into the fall. Yeah, well, if you're a Michigan voter who voted uncommitted over President Biden's stance uh, on Israel's war with Hamas, you know, it's unlikely you're going to find common cause with Donald Trump, who who undoubtedly would be a stronger supporter of the Israel, the current Israeli government. So those voters will have to have to make a choice about whether to continue their protest or not, especially given the reality <laughs> that we live in uh, in this country where third party candidates can earn a lot of votes. But it has been a very very, very long time since a third party candidate actually won a state in the Electoral College. You know, you have to go back decades and decades to find uh, an example of that. So, you know, even Ross Perot in earning nearly 20 percent of the vote in 1992 couldn't earn an electoral vote. So those voters will have to make a choice and, and it'll be interesting to see how the both parties and, and both frontrunners who are likely to clinch their nominations in a matter of weeks try to mend fences within their party and unify their bases ahead of what is going to be a big slog to November. I'm sorry to leave you a few seconds to answer the, the still substantial question of Nikki Haley. Lose the Koch brothers backing, but if I'm not mistaken, maybe she still has a little more money to keep on running. She has a little more money to keep on running. She says she's going to continue straight through Super Tuesday. That's next week. There are 15 states holding primaries or caucuses that night. So, uh, you know, she's going to run through the tape on that and we'll see where we are. But we're at the stage now where this is a national campaign for her. She doesn't have the time to stay in one state and bombard it with, with television ads from that money. And we're seeing that she's not getting the same support she got in South Carolina and New Hampshire, where she campaigned extensively. Uh, it's much lower tonight in Michigan. Steve Shepard, Politico senior campaigner election editor and chief polling analyst. Top stories on WTOP looks like House Speaker Mike Johnson stood alone during a meeting at the White House aimed at preventing a government shutdown and getting money in arms to desperate fighters in Ukraine. Two men are convicted of murder in the death of Run DMC star Jam Master Jay 22 years ago. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, here's Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Traffic moving on southbound 95 in Virginia, but the work zone takes away everything but the uh, far right lane. So there is uh, there are delays as you make your way south uh, down in the Prince William Parkway area or Prince William County stretch of 95. Uh, this is the work zone over on the left side, believe it or not, even though there is rain in the area. There's also reports of road work on the northbound side of 95 in that general area. But we're not seeing any delays because of that particular work zone. 
Meanwhile, in Prince George's County on the Beltway, the Adloop near Branch Avenue, had reports of some debris in the roadway, taking away a lane or two to the left. But it looks like that's been cleared, not seeing any delays anywhere that you go on the Capitol Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, with all lanes open. However, it does look that the rain is uh, moving through in various locations. So we are seeing we are seeing some wet roadways. So again, take it easy out there as you make your way around. Uh, we do have the road work going on on the southbound side of the Third Street Tunnel between New York Avenue and the freeway. One lane is getting by. There is a brief delay, but it looks like it's clearing out nicely. Also, watch out for possible accident working with uh, some delays on the eastbound side of uh, 695 over by South Capitol Street. Had a solid delay there, but it was very brief. But it looks like that is easing with the, the clearance of this accident, or at least it's in the process of being cleared. Glebe Road usually shut down in the overnight hours between Chain Bridge Road and Military Road. Looks like that work zone has ended for the evening because of the impending rain. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Some scattered showers this evening and overnight. Our temperature is between 55 and 62 degrees. Tomorrow going to be quite warm, closer to 70 degrees with more humidity in the air. Already going with a storm alert starting at 9 a.m. Wednesday with an end and 8 p.m. Wednesday. Your heaviest rain and wind will be 3 to 8 p.m. with over a half inch of rain and wind gusts 30 to 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Let's take a look at our rain here. What had been affecting eastern parts of Montgomery County has now moved into northern Howard County. Silver Spring still getting some rain along with northwest and northeast D.C. The Kettering area, Suitland, Silver Hill, parts of uh, Prince George's County, both inside and just outside the Beltway, getting some rain. The system pushing from west to east across our area. Repeating here, Georgetown at 56, Bowie 57, and Leesburg 56. And that may be all the uh, the colder we get tonight. Temperatures may fall into the lower 50s in a few spots. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, efforts to buy back some guns in one large local county. We'll tell you how that's going. And you're used to surge pricing when you're talking about toll lanes and Uber and Lyft. But can you imagine the price of your Wendy's hamburger or chicken sandwich or Frosty changing, depending on how busy the restaurant is? They're talking about that at Wendy's tonight. Stay with us. Being prepared and nimble are essential to protecting data, assets, and creating an environment that is compliant and safe for end users. James Carnell, Red River Cybersecurity Practice Lead, explains the company's approach to cyber in the series Top Voices, sponsored by Red River. The sophisticated organization has to start with, okay, let's let's do a bit of an audit here, see what we have, see what compliance regulations we have to map to, and see where they overlap. And essentially, again, this is one of these areas where zero trust being spoken about can help an organization sort of do that initial assessment and map to those areas of compliance and also meet some of their protection goals from the adversary point of view. To learn more about cybersecurity support from Red River, visit redriver.com. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1122, a coalition of faith organizations in Montgomery County now raising money to sponsor a no-questions-asked gun buyback program. MoCo 360 reports it would happen in Germantown in April in partnership with the Montgomery County Sheriff's Department and the Montgomery County Office of the State's Attorney. The D.C. area Interfaith Gun Violence Prevention Network has raised more than $17,000. It's trying to put together thirty grand 
The organization is made up of churches, synagogues, and temples across the area, planning to collect up to 300 guns in exchange for grocery store gift cards. The guns would be destroyed by the sheriff's department. Wendy's Fast Food is considering a controversial menu change. The chain may use dynamic pricing soon, similar to Uber or Lyft or the toll lanes, where it charges you more during busy hours. WTOP's Nick Ionelli catches up with some Wendy's customers in North Bethesda. I was shocked, first, because it's a fast food place, and that's what everybody's trying to go for these days, to save some money. Think about it. You go to a Wendy's for a burger, and all of a sudden, the price is different. It jumped up because it's busier at the restaurant. That's something the fast food chain is considering, and customers here aren't happy about it. You think you're going to stop coming if they do? I'm not coming at the prime times. Trust me, because if people stop going, then they'll change their little tune. If I come to Wendy's thinking I'm going to pay $5 for a burger and I have to pay $7 because I chose to come at a busy time, I think I'm going to go, you know what, I think I'll go somewhere else. They'll actually lose customers, and that's not a good thing. At a Wendy's in North Bethesda, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. As we move further away from the peak of the COVID pandemic, the virus continues to make people sick. Researchers are hard at work on ways to prevent it. In our backyard, the work is focused on checking out the air in a building for COVID just before you walk in. That's the research going on at Virginia Tech. We're trying to make it possible that someone could walk into a space and within 15 minutes do something like a rapid test on the air to find out if there's virus in the air. Lead researcher Lindsay Marr, in general terms, you'd capture air in a restaurant or theater in a big bag, squeeze it through a filter onto a test strip. Put a few drops of liquid on there, you wait 10 minutes, and then you have an answer, maybe a a color change change on a little strip. Yes, no, in terms of if there's enough virus there to be worried about. But don't plan on using it this weekend. I'd say we're still a few years out from this becoming something that you could go buy at the store. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Now the latest on the battle over unionizing Starbucks. They've long been at odds, but Starbucks and the union organizing its workers say they will restart labor talks after a two and a half year standoff. The breakthrough turnaround came during a mediation involving intellectual property rights and trademark litigation. Starbucks says it will also now provide workers in unionized stores with benefits it announced nearly two years ago, including the ability for customers to add a tip to credit card payments. That will affect about 10,000 employees. Workers have voted to unionize in nearly 400 company-owned Starbucks stores across the country, but none have reached a contract agreement with the Seattle-based chain. Matt Piper, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 11:25 now with Frank Hanrahan. On the bright side, the Wizards held Steph Curry, one of the best scorers in NBA history, scoreless in the first half. First time in 12 years that's happened for Curry, but he scores 18 in the second half. Wizards get outscored 37-18 in the third quarter, lose to Golden State. 123-112. Kyle Kuzma, 27 points in the loss for the Wizards, who also saw Tyus Jones go for 17 assists. That's a career high. But the Wizards, they have now lost 12 in a row, winless this month. They'll try to get a victory on Thursday as the month ends in Los Angeles against the Lakers. Cleveland gets a half-court shot from Max Struss. Beats Dallas at the buzzer 121-119. College Hoops, Georgetown continues to struggle. Hoyas lose at Villanova 75-47. GW drops its 10th straight, falls to UMass 69-57. Mason loses at Fordham, tough one 61-60. Virginia Tech also loses at Syracuse 84-71. On the ice, tough one for the Capitals. It was a back-to-back.